At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Ruston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. That time you got home from a week of double shifts and your dog didn't recognize you. He hates me. He hates me. You want a treat? You want a treat? Oh. You knew it was time for something new. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, you can find jobs with the work-life balance and salary you want. Plus, build a resume and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Start your search at CareerBuilder.com. Love Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We're always right and never left. We put God first before politics. Happy to be on the air today. I want to send out prayers to all of those who have lost loved ones with this unfortunate virus, COVID-19. Thoughts and prayers go out to you and your family. We also wish Godspeed for those that are in ICU in the hospital. We wish them a speed of recovery. I also want to send out special prayers for my dear friend, Jamie Bland, who was in the hospital uh, battling COVID-19 and pneumonia. Uh, I wish her a speed of recovery. Today we have an awesome show. I am honored and proud to have met and to have had many conversations with and become friends with uh, the son of the founder of the Black Panther movement, Huey Newton. Uh, his son, Rigo Dukes, is an extraordinary uh, young man, well-educated, talented, and wants to raise a level of consciousness of all people. We're happy to ha- hear, have him in the studio today, so we're going to let him talk about his humble beginnings in Louisiana, how he found out his father was Huey Newton, how he became an attorney and the extraordinary things that he's done with his life. He's formed his own government. He is a sovereign citizen, uh, and this individual always wants to speak truth to power. I am blessed and honored to have him on my show and to call him my friend. Uh, Welcome, Rigo Dukes. Hey, how you doing? How y'all doing, America? How y'all doing? Rigo, um, I know that you have a lot to talk about, and you will be on my show uh, again. Uh, We've already talked about having you on the show again in June. Uh, But I'll let you uh, take over the show and talk about a little bit about you and how you got to where you are right now today. All right. Well, for those that don't know me, my name is Rico Cortez Dukes. I was supposedly born in Shreveport, Louisiana. I say supposedly, y'all, because of everything that's going on. But um, I'm 41 years of age. I grew up in a, a rough, pretty rough environment. The name of the neighborhood was Cedar Grove in Shreveport, Louisiana. I was shy. I grew up 
later in life, you know, I got shot up from a U.S. United States government murder contract for being the son of U.P. Newton. But at the time, I didn't know that I was the son of U.P. Newton. Many things and trials and tribulations went on. Much evidence came out. And I'm at the point now today to where it's, it's power to the people. You know, I mean, without the people power, I couldn't I couldn't uncover what I uncovered. Amen. He grown up in my father's shadow. I ain't really know him though. I wanted to, I, could, I wish I could have knew him, but I didn't know him. But that's another story for another day. Okay, so um, you have done a lot. Talk about some of the things that you had to go through to find out that you were Huey Newton's son. Uh, because I know on social media there's naysayers. Uh, you know, you've produced certificate of live birth, uh, FBI DNA testing. So I'll let you t- talk about some of those things, the challenges that you had, not only uh, the contract that you, you say that the government had on you, uh, being Huey Newton's son, but talk about how you went about uncovering who you are. I don't know if I mentioned this last time on uh, the other show we did, but my father, who raised me, which was Robert Charles Dukes, he had told me, like, some grounds of trying to steer me on who my father was. But after I got shot up, it, it, it was an awakening with me to find out what was really going on. So you wouldn't believe I had to go to Oakland, Oakland, um, Oakland, Alameda, Oakland, California Hospital, Alameda Courthouse, the vital records, the coroner's office. I mean, it was so much that, and the way how they tried to hide it, they hid it from everyone that took part in this. Hid it from me. Everybody knew but me. <laughs> Everybody knew about this but me. But the uncovering of it took. Learning the law first. If I had no, if God hadn't taught me how to learn the law and understand the law, then I would have never been able to uncover this deep, dark secret that the government didn't want anyone to ever know about. So, like I said, after I got shot at it, woken, it, it, it gave me an awakening, and I went to wondering what was going on. Especially once I got found out from the hospital that my blood was golden blood. That's what really turned me on to everything. You know, because could nobody at the hospital give me blood when I needed my blood transfusion? Nobody that was supposed to be my family. So that would that would logically tell a person with common sense that, hey, something ain't right. <laughs> something ain't something mm-hmm. ain't right. Can't nobody that supposed to be my family give me blood? But anyway, once I got to that point, there, and it's like it's hard to explain it because if you don't know the power of Yahweh and you don't know the miraculous and impossible things that he can make possible. I mean, it's really just, all I can say is that he led me everywhere he told me to go, I went. I didn't know why he was sending me there or why he was telling me to read this or research that or look at this or or talk to this person or talk to that person, but he led me everywhere what I needed, what I needed to know and what I needed to see, he led me to it. It wasn't like I was any help than one the government didn't want to give me no help in regards to this matter because they're the they were the ones behind. So it's the power of Yahweh, the moral of the story. That's how I uncovered everything. Amen. Uh now you have 
become an educated individual. Talk about how you became educated and how you became a United Attorney. Basically, when I became a, a, United, a United American Attorney, it's because I seen the injustice that they were inflicting on the poverty and minority areas. No other areas in America go through this type of inflicting or injustice from those that are supposed to serve and protect us, but the private and minority areas. So it, it was always a burning passion in me to understand what was going on and why it was going on. So after you challenge, if you challenge the United States government enough in public about their own law, they have no other choice but to accept and, and, and grant their own law that they're supposed to serve and protect. I went to school. Well, I didn't go to school at first, but then once I went to school, I went to Purdue University. Purdue University gave me an advanced course because they already seen that I was knowledgeable. We have knowledge of the legal law. So I took an advanced course for 12 months. I was out of there. And I've been on the U.S. government, but ever since then. And it's just unbelievable of the knowledge that's out there that the American people don't want to know. So it's like, my driving passion come because I cry out because I see the American people are enslaved and it's they only enslaved because they choose not to speak and learn the knowledge. And it's like, how do you wake a nation of sleeping people up to knowledge? First, you got to be able to learn the knowledge, so you must research that knowledge yourself before you can become a teacher. <laughs> And the teach the masses, you have to be intact. Yeah. You want to say something? So I'm listening to you share your words of wisdom, you know, to me and to, you know, to American people. Okay. Yeah. And, and now I was cut off with your phone. It was cutting in and out. It's like doing a lot of clicking or something. So that's why I was trying to ask. I didn't know if you were saying something or whether it was the phone or what. But, well, uh, we're on the we're we're on the internet. You know that we're always being recorded, so <laughs> I, 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 I'm not surprised that we don't hear clicks. I thought, no, I thought I was tripping. I'm, at first, I was thinking it was like echo, and then I constantly kept hearing the click and click and click and click. And I was like, okay, well, maybe the owner is he trying to say oh, something or is he trying to? Oh, uh, absolutely not. Big brothers, <laughs> big brother is tuned in live with us. You know that. You know, yeah, but, but uh, for, for, this is a big brother. He can hear all of this here today. But absolutely, the primary, but the primary reason of what led me to want to learn the law because I've seen the injustice afflicted upon my people, and not just my people, but it was everybody that lacked the knowledge and the courage to stand. So I mean, somebody got to stand for the people in order for the people to stand. Amen. Amen. And that's very important. And as a result of you learning, you also became a sovereign citizen. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because people don't know the sovereign is. Talk about how you became a sovereign citizen and talk about what that means. You living within the borders of the Republic of the United States. What does it mean? being a sovereign citizen within these borders. I'll let you talk about that a little bit as well. 
being a sovereign citizen is basically just you never accept the U.S. rule. You never accept their rules. This is where the sovereign citizen come in. It the the government took the sovereign power and say they have the sovereign power when the government can never have sovereign power. Only the people can have sovereign power. So how the people lack the sovereign power because they lack the courage to stand for their God-given rights. So once I once I stood for them and you know it just addressed them about sovereign rights. Sovereign rights is anything not giving up your birthright. Being able to to pursue happiness, you know, to pursue wealth, to pursue your own dream. That's sovereign rights. And this is what your government takes from you. So they consider they take that from you and they consider themselves sovereign when they're not sovereign. In order to become sovereign, all you have to do is stand for your God enabling rights. If you don't stand for your sovereign rights, they'll never give them to you. Because you have to remember you asking you asking your slave master to free you. <laughs> That's not gonna happen just because you asking and crying. So sovereign becoming sovereign, you already was born sovereign. You lost your sovereign when 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 you fear so, to stand. So what you're saying is is if I understand what you're explaining correctly is that even though we've been freed from slavery physically, you're saying that we are still enslaved by the government. And I believe how this ties in by us being enslaved by the government goes back to once a child is born, when a parent signs that certificate of bond paper called a birth certificate, they sign the rights over their children to the government. Is that correct? Yeah, you're very correct about that. You're very correct about that. It's, it all starts from the hospital. The hospital, they, they play their role by forcing the mom to hurry up and name the child so they can send the last certificate of birth out to the uh, Treasury Department, the Treasury sent to Depository Trust and Clear, and Depository Trust and Clear is sending a birth certificate back to the Treasury Department, but not a life certificate of birth, a birth certificate. So therefore, you become stock and product and produce where they can trade, sell you, market you, however they like and desire. But the people don't know this here, so when you lack that knowledge, you can't stand for something that you don't know. So every every <clears throat> Let me ask you a question, Rigo. Since we're having a conversation about this and we become stock and property of the government, so how does the government, the government then will benefit then from this migration surge then? That's that's what it's for. In um, Baltimore versus Maryland, the mayor stated that they couldn't prosecute him because they merely... They they don't look at him as a person. They look at him. They look at them as fiction. And he stated in that in that law by and he stated that everything in America in the United States is for sale. The United States is not a part of America. See, a territory is not a jurisdiction. A territory is something that's a, a territory is a part of a nation, a country, or a state, or whatever it may be that has jurisdiction. So that nation or country has jurisdiction over that territory. So what your government has did has feared and installed fear in you and made you believe that they have jurisdiction and power over you 
when in fact they have none. They're not even a part of your country. Mm. They're not a part of your country. So everything dealing with the birth certificate, all that ties back to the Haji Convention International Agreement. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You want to talk about that a little bit more? The Haji International Agreement or the birth certificate was one you rather for me to talk about. Uh, or you could talk about the latter. Okay. Talk about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about both. You can finish wrapping up about the birth certificate and then tie it into the agreement because this is very yeah, interesting gonna, information. Yeah, it's going to, when it ties into it from the Haji Convention International Agreement, that's basically to import and export international children. That basically, that's what that means. Commercial or silver is an, it cannot be criminal. Every U.S. government agency throughout the country is a member of the Haji Convention International Agreement. So the Haji Convention International Agreement, these are the ones that illustrate your birth certificate, your birth certificate numbers, your social security <clears throat> numbers. These are the ones that illustrate all this right here and produce all this here for the central authority to rule America. All right. At the bottom of your birth certificate, if you look in the bottom corner of your birth certificate, very at the bottom, it's going to be in fine print. It's going to be a bank name that's going to be stamped on your birth certificate. Like it's going to be um, American North or American South or, or Midwest America, something like that there. But why would a bank be stamped with your on your birth certificate? It, it, why would a bank have their stamp, their mark on your birth certificate? What do a bank have to do with you? The barcode, the barcode system can only be used to sell produce, product, or any form of good. You can trade them, sell them. It becomes a negotiable instrument once it's barcoded. Why would your birth certificate be barcoded? The Haji Convention International Agreement, these are the only ones that control the entire international barcoding system. These are who your U.S. government members of, I mean, your agencies are members of. The Haji International Agreement, which is a foreign central authority. Well, yeah, there's a lot that we don't know. Um, matter of fact, matter of fact, Dallas, Texas federal judge uh, Keegan D. He just ruled in a case of myself and someone that I was filing charges upon. He ruled that the courts lack subject matter jurisdiction over Rico Duke's federal government. And the reason why the court and all courts lack subject matter jurisdiction because they are all members of this Haji Convention International Agreement. And this is how I forced the judge to rule subject matter jurisdiction. They lack subject matter jurisdiction. So therefore, that means that every person in America that has a charge on them can get off of their charge for filing lack of subject matter jurisdiction, but they have to have the knowledge to be able to understand how to present that to the court. Mm. <clears throat> this, is, this has been ruled. This has been ruled in a federal court from a U.S. federal judge that all courts lack subject matter jurisdiction. That a territory cannot have jurisdiction over the nation or country or state that it's a member of. That nation or country or state has jurisdiction over that territory. So therefore, when they try to convict you in court or arrest you, they have no jurisdiction to do that. They have no subject matter jurisdiction to do that because they're not a part of your nation. 
you know, that's why the law, it's a very, very important that you study the law and you know the law uh, because then we understand, you know, what role we play or do not play in the system. Um, we talked about the immigration crisis, allowing these people to come into the country is allowing the government to put them on the stock market and use them as commodity and products for trading. Um, oh, you've been researching. <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, so, you know, you create a crisis, but we have to realize what the, the crisis, what we see on television, but that's not the goal. And like we talk, we're talking about today, the goal is, is to bring in more commodity and product for the government to trade on the stock market and then also have cheaper labor as well, as well as allowing the drugs to flow back in, the criminal element and the crime to flow back in, because Donald Trump cut all that money off. Exactly. How can how can the politicians that sit in office today and that they try to run for office, how can these politicians worry about another country when you can't. You're not even taking care of the, the 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 weak and the helpless in your country. You know, we gotta first fix our country first before we can worry about trying to help and 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 fix somebody else's country. We got over 150 million American people. Over 85 percent of them are vets. That's homeless on American soil. But yet we can spend $55 billion to um, Iraq, or we can send $100 million to China, or we can send all this money everywhere else, but we can't take care of the people that's right here in our own country. So it, 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 it makes perfect sense to why they do that there, because they are part and members of a foreign nation the high mm-hmm. convention international mm-hmm. right and they have to spend money in these other countries uh with all due respect that's how they sp- spread their wealth around that's how to receive their kickbacks by donating and giving money to these regimes and like exactly you said, and they are the only ones that's profiting because the american people steady crying out and nobody is profiting but these crooked politicians that's in office you don't hear none of these politicians. Um, how many politicians that actually went through the ghetto hoods of America without it being election time and them trying to re- get reelected for office or trying to get into an office? None. none of them. So how can so how can you sit up here and tell me what is best for me and my people or me and my community when you never stepped foot in my community? You only come in my community when you want my vote or you want my donation. After that, we don't hear from you. But these are the same people that tell us to trust them. If people fall for that okie doke every election, some people do. Uh, and it's a bunch of people do. A bunch of people do, Charleston. But it, it's, it's our fault because we have to educate our people we say well once it, it, what, what about they don't listen make them listen we got to find a way to make them listen like rap found a way to make them listen 
We got to find a way to make them listen. Because we can't never expect for our oppressors to give us justice. We can't expect that. We can't expect for our oppressors to give us justice. That's why me and my father movement is by any means, freedom by any means. Any means. Yeah, we don't... um... We don't understand that, you know, even though the founding fathers might have had racist tenets, that document is for all human beings, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. And like you just so eloquently stated earlier, if you know the law, then you know how to navigate through the system and you know how to use it to protect yourself and to acquire your own independence, which the corporation of America doesn't want because they want you to be a product of 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 their slavery. Exactly. You know, just exactly. like people people don't realize that the game that the stock market plays, the Federal Reserve, everybody thinks it's a part of the government. No, it's an independent entity. Independent private entity at that. <laughs> that will, I call it. I call it, it that that launders that launders money for <laughs> the government or helps print money for, for the government. For anyone that for everybody that's listening to this show today, I want you to know and understand that the Federal Reserve is what is who control every single aspect of what goes on in your country. But they have no guidelines to abide by that they must follow from your country. They have no rules of America that they must follow from your country. This is written on their guidelines. Everything dealing with the Federal Reserve is Federal Reserve Board members oversee everything. And who oversee the Federal Reserve? The president. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it was an it's a, it's an illegal organization all ran from different departments and the chamber and chambers of the same <clears throat> employee. And the only people that are being tricked and fooled is the American people while they steady build an empire and a nation of their own. I call the I call the IRS the military arm of the government. And that's what they are. They strong arm you with in, in, in the mob. When you're in the mob and they and they go to long sharking, they arrest you for that. That's what the IRS do. <laughs> this is exactly what they and, do. And, 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 and Dukes, you know what else, Dukes? People don't know IRS carry guns. Yes, yes, they carry guns, but they have knees <laughs> behind their jacket pockets and stuff. Yes, they carry guns. They don't they, realize they got the cares. They have the, they taking people property. <laughs> The IRS, people don't realize how powerful the IRS in this country is. Very powerful. The IRS, you got the, the the Federal Reserve, which are the suppliers, okay? You got the IRS, which are the collectors and tax givers for the Federal Reserve, all right? Now you got Congress, which is the stipulation and regulations for the Federal Reserve to distribute money out 
through America. Okay, now you got the the the, the banks. The banks are the the the, the dropout point for the other major organizations that I just mentioned. So once they drop the money out, now they distribute them to the people. So those people right there charge, the banks charge their interest on the people. But all this here is the whole illegal system. How you do all this when nothing or one of your your organizations are legal? And so you know, this is called <laughs> slavery mm-hmm. in modern day. And, you know, as I'm listening to you talk, uh, 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 about breaking down how this American government, or actually it's not even a government, it's a corporate entity. They call it a republic, but it's a corporate entity. The United States is a corporation. It's not a country. It's not a republic. But that being said, even in our public education today, our school systems are not, it's ironic that they're not teaching us about American government. They're not teaching us about finance in public schools, so they are. we're not. They they are. They, they they teaching you. They teaching the kids about finances and, and 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 other things. It's just what they teaching them is all how to submit and obey. We're not gonna teach you what you really need to know, but we're gonna teach you for with finance and how you keep putting into our system, how you become a good commodity citizen. <laughs> you know, they teaching it. They just ain't teaching the truth. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. They're teaching us how to be a commodity and a product for them. Exactly. Exactly. So we grew up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. uh, You know, uh, you know, it's ironic because uh, one of my children, uh, my one son holds three degrees when he graduated. Uh, community college with a degree in applied science. He says, Dad, I want to take a year off from school. And would you ask mom, you know, would you give me a give me an update to think about it? <clears throat> I said to him, I will support you taking off a year from school. And I learned this from prison. Is if you go back to school, I want you to go to a business school and study finance and economics. Now, how that ties into our conversation is my son understands that what he's taught in school is one thing and what is in reality is something different, but he he understands how the government financial system works. See, the, the, the public school system, if you never learn how to count, then you wouldn't know that they was beating you. For anything, or they was robbing you. So the finance, the, the public school system, it plays a part because it gives you the basic foundations of what you need to know. After that, you need to, you got to research and find out everything else first. Because now you can count now. So now you can add up that two and two is four, and it's, it's four, but you only got two left. But you know what I'm saying? You've got two and two supposed to be four, but you only got two. So now you understand the basic fundamentals that they robbing me somewhere. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I mean. It, without the public school, you couldn't have the you couldn't possess the whole entire knowledge that you need to have because they do teach you the basics. They just don't teach you the truth. They only teach you the basics to steer you to be a good commodity citizen. For those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show, and I'm honored and blessed to have in the studio 
the son of the founder of the Black Panthers, Huey Newton's son, Rigo Dukes, talking about America, talking about the government, talking about we the people and what we need to do to acquire rights by standing up, understanding the law, understanding how the law has been made to apply against us. Knowledge is the key for all of us to grow and get better. And as we're learning today from Mr. Dukes, you know, learning the law and learning the finance is what's really going to help us to become successful in America. Because like Rigo stated, the public education system is just going to teach us enough. If we don't start teaching each other about the importance of law, government, finance, how this system operates, we will continue to be a commodity and a product in it. And we won't be an owner of anything or of self, which is even even more critical is that Rigo Dukes is talking about how you can have your own individual rights and be in charge of self creating his own his own government. He's a united attorney. So he has created his own government, his own country, if you will, by the processes of understanding how the American government works. Uh, Rigo, we we have about uh, seven more minutes in the show. Go ahead. No, please. All right. I want to to speak a little bit more about jurisdiction because I want subject matter jurisdiction because I want the listeners to really understand this. And this is the key that holds this entire legal system together. And this is the key that it takes to free you and free every person in America from this injustice system. For all the people that's listening, if you if you got a speeding ticket, okay, you were speeding down the street, you went to court for this ticket, they charged you $300 for the speeding ticket. Now, if you had to challenge them on subject matter jurisdiction and ask them, do they have subject matter jurisdiction to hear this case, they're going to stumble. They're going to, what do you mean subject matter jurisdiction? Approach them and tell them about the subject matter jurisdiction, that they have no jurisdiction because they're members of the Haji Convention International Group. And watch how fast the face turned from from thinking you're an idiot to knowing that you know something. Subject matter jurisdiction is the key that locks the entire American citizen up under an illegal foreign government. And if you don't learn about subject matter jurisdiction, in order to convict you, they got to have subject matter jurisdiction. So before they can even try you for something, you got to address them on subject matter jurisdiction which it can be addressed at any point in time throughout a case. Even if the case is over with, you still can address that subject matter jurisdiction. But, you know, you got it. No, no, go ahead, Rigo. Uh, Huh? No, no, continue. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, but you got to address the subject matter jurisdiction before you address anything else. And the case is proven that this is actual facts in Dukes versus Lee. Case number 321-305-KBK. Dallas, Texas Federal Court. Dukes versus Lee. Courts lack subject matter jurisdiction. Without subject matter jurisdiction, they cannot enslave the American people is the moral of the story. 
Rigo, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today and raising a level of consciousness of my listeners and myself. I want to thank you for all the hard work that you've put in to educate yourself, acquiring a law degree, understanding how government functions, and isolating and creating an environment for yourself to be independent of the government. I'm very proud of you, and I'm very thankful for the knowledge that you shared on this show to my listeners, and I hope that you will come back on again to share more information to my listeners to help us, the American people, free ourselves from the enslavement of the American government. Thank you so much, Rigo. God bless you. And I thank you for coming on my show again. Okay, and I would like to say one thing, too. I would like y'all to support the RCD, HPN, uh, Special Operations Dallas Southern Region Chapter of Rico Dukes. And I would like y'all to support the RCD, HPN, Food Bank Drive. You can find this anywhere over any internet, and your support is greatly appreciated. Rigo, thank you very much. I urge all of my listeners uh, to donate uh, to Rigo Duke City, to the food bank. Uh, he's helping out a lot of people in the community, helping out a lot of families and children, and we want to thank him. This is the Chauncey Show. I'm your host for every Tuesday and Thursday from 6 o'clock to quarter to 7. Eastern Standard Time this Thursday. Please check us out. We're going to have Darlene Swafer in the studio. She's a candidate for Congress in Florida. She's a businesswoman. She's an exciting person. She believes in we the people first. She believes in the Constitution. And we're going to have her on the show on Thursday to hear her plans for Florida and the American people. You can follow the Chauncey Show on Twitter at Chauncey Show USA, also on Facebook, The Chauncey Show, on Parlor, The Chauncey Show, also on LinkedIn, The Chauncey Show. You can follow me, your host, on Twitter, NY Talk Radio Host, New York Talk Radio Host, also on Facebook, Right Talk Radio Host. Uh, we do this show for you, the American people. Uh, we don't have big sponsors, big donations. Uh, we are able to operate from small donations from people like yourself. I want to send a shout-out to all the supporters to the show. Uh, your small donation helps us to continue to be a voice for We the People, sharing news and commentary. Please go to PayPal Me, The Chauncey Show, and make a small contribution to help us continue to do the work for you. We want to thank you. We want to keep us uh, keep you in our prayers as always, and please join us on Thursday. Oh, follow us and like us on Twitter and Facebook as 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 well. Okay, so we want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. Uh, stay safe. Uh, God bless you all and keep the faith. And we look forward to being with you again on Thursday. Good night now. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, 
by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.